Calgary football fans. This is your quarterback, the Bo Show with Bo Levi Mitchell on Sportsnet 960. Brought to you by SML Entertainment. The Bo Show for SML Entertainment. Pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. With four locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details. <laughs> Chance are here. Hold on, one. you should have you should have prepared me for that. Oh man, feeling good. Hope everybody out there is feeling good. We're announcing the team tonight, the Flames game. So if you don't have tickets, get them. Cause uh, there it is, there it is. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Cause we are going. Uh, we are watching the game, and we're all going to the casino after. So, <laughs> and the cup's coming with. So, if you want to join, meet us there. It's gonna be fun. I mean, I've got my best friend, uh, lifelong best friend, Trey Roseberry here. Appreciate it. Thanks yep. for having me on, Trey. How are you, man? What's up, Trey? Welcome to Calgary. Oh man, thank you guys. It's been, it's been fun. It's been a great time. He's nervous. He's shy. A little bit. But we'll <laughs> get him to talk here a little bit. Um. Yeah, so here, I'll just go ahead and get it out of the way because y'all are going to ask, everybody else is asking about the NFL, all that kind of stuff. Um, I think St. Peter fans should feel safe, man. Uh, just feel good because right now the, the Calgary St. Peter's are the only team that want to sign me, you know. Um, I mean, I love being here. I love this city the entire time I've been here. If, you know, there are workouts out there that will happen, um, and I'll test them out, just as a lot of players are. Because uh, right now with the CBA the way it is, man, there's just there's no way for the – the teams assign you um, out here. They got to wait for free agency, and they got to wait for the CBA as well. So, guys are just testing waters, finding out the interest. Um, and I think, as as a competitor, as a guy that's done it his whole life and grown up in the states, I have to know and I have to find out. Um, but workouts, I mean, people are going to see in the media. You know, this player is going for this workout. This player is going for this workout. Um, a workout is it is not it is not the other team really really wanting to sign you. It is basically your agent um exhausting all options talking to teams uh saying this is my player this is what he's done uh you want to take a look at him and, and most of the time the attitude from the team is probably like yeah sure we'll take a look at him fly you out for a day you go out there and throw um and you've got to come out there and really really impress for a team to offer you a contract uh so we'll see what happens man i'm, I'm excited for the workouts i think they're going to be fun um you know but i know i have a home here in calgary and if i come back if the workouts don't go well, um, I will be coming back here, and I will be coming back in red and white. So, have you ever, have you ever worked out for an NFL team before? I have not. So nope. that is that is pretty exciting, hey? It is, man. It is. It's going to be exciting to go into some of the buildings, um, you know, just talk to coaches, talk shop. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, uh, there's five people in this room, and if a random person walked off the street, they're not going to be like, okay, that's the professional athlete right there. You know, they're not <laughs> picking me out of the five just knowing. So what I'm saying is I'm not going to impress – these teams, when I walk in in a pair of shorts and, and a shirt, um, you know, I don't look like Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, anything like that. Um, so it's it's going to take me going out there, getting the throw for them, them, loving the film, you know, just loving the person I am, and then and getting on the on the chalkboard and being able to talk football with them, um, you know. But we'll see what happens, man. I think it's just an exciting time. It's fun, but the real the realistic part of it is I'm I'm 29 or I'm 28. I will be 29 next yeah. season. Um, so I'm going in. You know, I'd be going in with zero NFL experience. I'm an undrafted rookie free agent, so I have to sign a three-year, $585,000 minimum contract, uh, no matter what, with any team I sign. Nobody can offer me more. Nobody can offer me less. Um, and so that's the thing. I mean, it's not that, it's not that much more than I'm making here. 
so it's really got to be a chance for me to go out, compete for a spot, uh, you know, kind of see what's out there and, and, and feel like you're truly wanted. Because if not, I, I know I have a home here. I know I'm wanted here, and, and I love being a part of this organization. So, um, yeah, now that's out the way. What do y'all want to talk about? <laughs> Man, that uh, the one thing I was left with, like the, there's been uh, just an incredible run of immensely talented Stampeders teams since you got here. But it felt like the love for each other might have been the strongest this year. Now, maybe that's just recency bias in terms of, like, guys talking about it. But you guys all shouted out each other more than anyone else. There was no me, me, me stuff post game. Everyone talked about how much they love their teammates. Man, it's true. I mean, uh, it's, it's one of the it's, – it's honestly, it's probably one of the closest teams I've ever been around since college. You know, college, guys aren't getting paid. The best players play. Guys play for each other. You hang for four years, right? Yeah, you're – you're playing in D1AA, so a lot of the guys in the team aren't thinking about the NFL. They're thinking like, hey, this is the last chance I'm going to have to play football. Um, and that's kind of the feeling I got the entire year. You know, throughout the entire locker room, guys were like, man, this." we all had that feeling. And same kind of in 14. You know, uh, we just had that feeling in the locker room of, you know, guys are going down. Let's do it for each other. Um, you know, let's, let's do it for our families, everything like that. But nobody was thinking about the name on the back of the jersey. They were just – Wanting to represent the horse, wanting to re represent Calgary, the city. Um, and, yeah, man, it was special. I mean, there's plenty of amazing athletes on this team that could talk about themselves and we could talk about them for hours. Um, and that's just it. Anybody that won the award, that talked, that got interviews, they just talked about the team the entire time. And I honestly think majority of the time, and as cliche as it sounds, is the, the closest teams, they're going to win the championship majority of the time over the talented ones. Have you um – did it ever feel like, because I know that on the outside a lot was made of it, but I'm curious now because you never would have talked about it leading up to the game, but now that the game's done, you're champs, you're able to have that for the rest of your life. Did, was there ever a feel, whether from you or, or maybe more of a group mentality, that this could be a, a last ride for a lot of these guys? Because we don't know what's happening with the CBA. There's a lot of guys who are in really interesting spots who could go give other leagues a try, could go give the NFL a try. Did you get that feel that this might have been a last shot for this group? Yeah, I mean, we actually, we did talk about it. We didn't shy away from that. You know, guys in the locker room, when we talked, you know, beginning of playoffs, when I got there and talked to guys, Dave, when he talks to guys, like, we we said it truthfully. Man, this is there's a good chance this is the last time this locker room is going to look exactly the same. You know, and uh, as different as it did look this year, you know, Dave commented on that as well, is that, this is the probably the most different our locker room had looked going into a season from the previous season in the last five to seven years as far as the turnover in guys, veterans, things like that. Um, and know, that was before the injuries took your roster in half, it felt like? Yeah. Wow. I know. Uh, just because we lost a lot of older veterans that had been with the team for such a long time that yeah. kind of created our identity of who we were. Um, you know, but we all we all knew the situation, man. We've got some young guys that, that have some chances to go other places. Um and, you know, I mean, the thing is, we talk about that a lot. I mean, everybody just thinks it's a lot for some some people to leave. Um, I mean, I wish some of those guys the best and hope they, you know, get the shot they deserve. But a lot of times, a lot of people go to these workouts and, you know, come back and you never even knew they, they went to the workouts. Yeah. Uh, you know, Seante Evans had like five last year, you know, and he signed the contract right away after him because they didn't go out the way he wanted. Um, plenty of guys in the team are, you know, going to try those things out because of the situation, but – uh, yeah, man, we'll see. I mean, I think I think everybody knows it could look different. Huff even got up and talked to the team. was just like, you know, hey, I don't sign free agents very often. Uh, so it's not what I do. Um, you know, but this year, 
with the CBA, if other guys want to wait, I might have to go out there and do that. So I want y'all guys to think about that going into your contract negotiations. So, I mean, guys got to think about their families. They got to sign early if they need to. You know, we won't see it as like breaking the union or whatever. Uh, so I'm excited, man. It's going to be different. I think it could be a lot of turnover in the CFL this year. Yeah. Teams can look a lot different. It can make the CFL very, very exciting next year. Okay, here's where this is what I really want to know. You, you can, you know, you can make it G-rated for us. But, okay, what? tell us about after Final Gun, it hits double zeros, you're Grey Cup champions, there's no worry about could this go right? It's done. You've won, and, and you know it. Tell us about the, the next two to four to 24 hours like what's what's a party like <laughs> oh man after um, maddie rose tells you you lost the fantasy football yeah, take yeah it from there. that's almost like can the, you tell that story before yes, you go anywhere absolutely, else absolutely absolutely <laughs> so we're, we we get into the locker room guys start grabbing their goggles from adidas you know they're putting the goggles on to protect their eyes from the champagne you know i'm over there about to pop a bottle and maddie rose comes over and just gives me that like hey man congrats and i was like thanks Matt, appreciate it he goes but I beat you in fantasy this week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I figured that. I figured that probably would happen. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah, I need and that then, update now. Sh- start throwing a champagne. <laughs> you still were able to pop a bottle? You still were able to celebrate after that news so they didn't bring you down too much? After that burn right there. <laughs> the good I mean, news, I, it was regular season in fantasy. It wasn't playoffs, so you're still yeah. okay. Good point. You're still alive. Yeah. But I bet when it happened, man, the clock hit zero. They announced me MVP, and I bet he's sitting there like, yeah, but I beat him in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody here can, knows it. I can guarantee like, you that's how I was feeling. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the size of our league trophy. It makes a great cup just look like a thimble. Don't worry oh, about yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, the party after is just cigars, champagne, beers, pictures, uh, the flood of emotions of guys just knowing that, you know, it could be our last run together or whatever. Uh, it felt amazing, man. I mean, Honestly, it gets to the point where, like, at first, you know, the Grey Cup is just so untouchable, it seems like, at times. And now it's yours, and it's like, do whatever you want with it. And we did. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) um, every single, you know, different type of alcohol got poured on the top of that drink. And, uh, you know, anybody that lived in Edmonton or was at that game probably got to drink out of it. I think that's probably one of the coolest things about the CFL is, um, you know, it it becomes so, so Canadian that – it's like, hey, man, we're, we're taking to this bar. Uh, come there tonight, and if you want to drink out of the cup, you're drinking out of the cup. Uh, so, I mean, it'll probably be the same thing going down to the casino tonight if y'all want to find out what that's like. <laughs> Trey, did you, did you drink out of it? I have not yet. Um, I'm waiting to, waiting to pour something in there. Oh, yeah. Ho- hopefully tonight's the night. Yeah, it's going to happen. So did, okay, so that's so what about like how, how when long did you the bus party? home? Yeah, yeah like, how how long does the party last for? Like, what, how do you get everyone together? Uh, like, we're trying to live vicariously through you. So here. basically, what happens is uh, we all know the the bus leaves the next morning at nine to bus back to it's Calgary. A terrible time. It's for perfect time. Just so we need a little nap on the way home. That's yeah. shutdown time, eight thirty. Let's go. <laughs> that's a good point. So I mean, the bars stayed open late. Um, you know, we all kind of head to after party. So the the coaches, the organization that put it together an after party, a bunch of different alcohol. Um, guys head there, families come there. But the only the only bad thing about that is that, um, you know, the because of how much people are allowed to be in a room in a hotel. Obviously, because of elevators and all the safety and all that kind of stuff. There can only be a certain amount of people. You know, so you've got 70 players. Uh, you've got, you know, 30, 40 staff members, all that kind of stuff, and you can only be 300 people in there. So, like, each guy can only bring two to three people, and I have 20 family members. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's you're kind of, like, trying to get there, but you're like, ah, you know, let's just, you know, go party together while we'll meet up. So guys kind of all start together and then start to disperse, and 
kind of just stick with the cup and then uh you can kind of just find out through social media where the cup goes um but man it's been awesome it's just been you know non-stop drinking i mean <laughs> yesterday <laughs> yesterday we go to the the great cup parade and guys are just still gone from the, <laughs> that's unbelievable i mean i'm looking at i look at uh charlie power you know true true canadian Attaboy. and he's just sitting there just dancing his eyes are kind of closed i'm like charlie how you feeling he's like i need to go home <laughs> and like we haven't even like presented the cup to the anything he's like i, just, I need to go home man that but he's awesome. but he doesn't stop dancing the whole time he says it i'm just like <laughs> this is what this is about man every single morning so we have this app called teamworks and uh, you can, like, text um, the entire team, you know, a group of guys, like receivers, whatever. And uh, so every morning, man, we wake up, everybody's just writing, like, hey, good morning, champs, good morning. Where y'all want to go? Where's everyone at? What's where going should we take on? Where's the, the cup? cup today? <laughs> yeah, so you kind of know where the cup's at at all times. Everybody's asking where it's at, who has it, so it's going to be fun. Okay, I got one for you. So famously in 1994, the New York Rangers win the Stanley Cup. It's the first time in ages, I think well over a half century, which is crazy because it was original sixth league, and the, yeah. and the, uh, the Rangers still couldn't win. Messier and the boys left the cup at a gentleman's club, and they couldn't find it. Literally went missing for like half a day. So no who way. determines who's in charge of the cup at the end of the party when maybe we're not at our sharpest mentally? Nobody. <laughs> it's more like it's more like all right, Alex, you've got the cup. Bring it to Hudson's. All right, you've got it. Bring it to Hayden Block. Um, but you're right, man. Once you get there, it's like you're kind of just drinking that cup, and you're like, all right, hey, we're gonna go to this bar. Let us know when the cup leaves, where it's going to go. It's like – You can see no. how that could happen. Yeah, oh, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> like last, one last person that, you know, runs to the bathroom real quick. They're not taking the cup into the bathroom. That's right. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> so uh, I could definitely see how that could happen. Who uh, who partied the hardest um, without telling tales out of school? Oh, man, Alex is uh, Alex is pretty good. So he parties like he plays. He's he's all in. He's oh, full yeah. effort. He's, I love yeah, it. Yeah, he's hockey, Canadian, like <laughs> – He's he's been enjoying this man. Good I mean, for him. I love it. It's uh like all the videos you see you saw last year of Ovechkin. Yeah. Like just had the cup all the time. Like Alex has the cup. He was taking all notes when time. that was going on. I oh like yeah, that. he just he's always <laughs> like, Hey boys, I'm here and I'm going here. I'm here and I'm going here. So he's kinda of been really like the unofficial holder of the cup for the last couple Singleton? of Singleton? Yeah. What a beauty. Appropriate. Yeah, it is. Unbelievable. Is this uh, how does this compare to the first one? Oh, man, it's just so much sweeter because I think the first one, you know, it was the first year starting. Uh, yeah, it was just that kind of that, you know, you really just were so locked in the entire year and you're young, you don't really realize what's going on. You know, festivity-wise, the Grey Cup week, I didn't go anywhere, talk to anybody, so I didn't even, like, live Grey Cup. And we won the game and it just it felt great, but I had won championship, so it felt like we just won a championship. But this one felt so sweet because of the the past two years and, all the emotions kind of flooding in. Uh, I mean, you can see the emotions flooding in from my family. It's like mm -hmm. they've wanted it so bad for us. You know, that's every family member out there that's, that's been through it. You know, Alex has been in the the, the league for three years. That's right. In his, his first, first two yeah. years. Yeah, his first two years he loses great cups, you know. So, like, his family really, fashion. really wants it for him. Yeah, um, yeah man, it's, uh, it's definitely indescribable. It's euphoric. It's, uh, you know, everything you can imagine. A couple ones uh, reaction I want you to react to. Did you see the video of Alex and his sister doing the interview after that? I did. How cool is that? I did, man. Honestly, it's it it's pretty touching. Like I'm, I'm his roommate. Um, you know, the day before the game, Saturday, you know, he's, he's taking a nap. I'm like, hey, man, you're going to sleep the rest of the day? Just kind of rest up. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to take my sister swimming. She wants to come to the hotel and go swimming for a little bit. Like, he loves her. I mean, they are very, very close. Um, 
the whole family was there. I mean, it's it's pretty awesome to see just just how close those two are, and and she loves coming to games, and, uh, and she was she was shy in that interview. Yeah, she's normally very talkative, and and she has no problem telling you when you're playing bad. You know, when Alex is playing good. I like, heard she's super fan, but she's, it looked like she clammed up a bit there. On TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I heard she was a big fan of Mike Riley. I'm just saying. I heard she that. is. Yeah, she's oh, a big she Mike is. Riley fan. Yeah, Mike, cause Mike, man, Mike's, Mike's a great guy. Mike's gone up to her and talked to her a couple of different times. Yeah. She's a huge fan of Mike. And then the other reaction, I believe it was Micah Johnson postgame talking about Mylon Hicks. Yeah. Was it Micah? Am I right there? No, it was Micah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and even, even pregame, um, you know, we, you know, I did the pregame speech in the locker room, but when we go onto the field, uh, we usually have somebody who's not giving the pregame speech to do a, a speech right there, and, and he just kind of jumped in, took over, and he was like, you know, I know some of you guys don't know. He's like, but everybody that does, man, don't forget, don't forget Mylon. Like we're not, and he got to just started talking to him. He's like, Mylon, Mylon, we're not gonna forget you, man. We're doing this for you. And you can see that emotion really set in for him, mm-hmm. you know. So again, things just kind of lock you in, focus you, make you play, um, you know, with a little bit more passion, and that was definitely one of them, but. Uh yeah, um couple of uh t- couple of texts nine six zero nine six zero. Did anyone notice Alex Singleton dropped the f bomb in that same interview? Yeah, we, we yeah, that's we fine. Noticed. I have no hey, problem with that. Live television. I, I figure when you win a championship, you're allowed at least one or at two. At least F-bombs, one. F-bomb. So yeah. I'm surprised. I'm on surprised TV, you fine. didn't. Of you know, all people, <laughs> you know, I'm a huge fan of dropping the f bomb. Yeah, especially on, on these areas. On live radio. Yeah, that's what Trey said. Trey's like, what? Hey man, what if I what if I say something I shouldn't say? And I was like, what? Like. Like cuss, he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, don't worry, I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wrote to almost, almost yeah. two hands, almost like once every hand. once every couple weeks yeah. you get one. Uh, well done, Bo. In your opinion, which of your teammates will have an Ovechkin-like off season, where it's just nonstop partying? Um, I would say Alice, but I know Alice has a lot of the same things going on. Yeah. that some of us do. So, um, and I would honestly, I would, I would trust it to one of the Canadians. Yeah. One of the guys that you know, like like Brad Erdos, one of the old linemen that, you know, he's just here. He's a hometown boy. He's been waiting for this for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. Man, I'm, I, I just I love seeing the videos of when guys have the cup for a day. You know, he I'm sure he'll take it back home to one of his like hometown bars or something. Like those are the fun ones it. to see. Yeah, yeah. That's good. All right, we'll take a take a quick break. Uh, we can come back. You can hear from the infamous Trey Roseberry. Huh. On all things, believe I, Mitchell. <laughs> Trey, you gonna spill? You got lots of stories to tell. <laughs> Whatever y'all want to know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll meet high school Bo when we come back. I oh, think yeah. that's gonna be fun. Sports right. at nine sixty. This is the Bo Show. Hell yeah, yeah. On Sportsnet nine sixty, the fan. The Bow Show for SML Entertainment, pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. With four locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details. Dude, what's hilarious? That's like our, that's our, our pump up song right there. Yeah, this is your song. That's it's our been... song. We start going crazy when that yeah. song comes on. It's turned into a little <laughs> bit of a it. phenomenon. Yeah, man. If they play it tonight. Guys are gonna go nuts on the ice. Um. Yeah, welcome back to the Great Cup Edition. Uh, Who do we cue for so that part? Is that uh, Jordy jo- jo- Jordy and Steve. Jordy and Steve, uh, take notes here tonight. Yeah, the let boys them know. Come out. When, when we come out, you play that song, guys will start jumping up and down. <laughs> like, they will go nuts. <laughs> How good is that? We'll get, this the, is, uh, we'll get the place rocking for everybody. What's it called? It's uh, Weed and Boys? Yeah. Mo Bamba by Mo Bamba. West. That's what it is. There it is. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Someone um, put it on when you're uh, giving the trophy, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. When they oh, yeah. handed us the trophy and the confetti came out, they threw this on. Guys just started going nuts. Yeah, and you played it, played it a bunch of times in the West Final too. Like, oh yeah. During the game, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, we tried to play when we we're about to kick the ball off. Yeah. So they just kind of get out there and they got oh, something yeah. hyped. Kick off and turn teams. I was like, oh, it's <laughs> about to get bad. Weekly quota. I'm allowed one. That was it was second in, segment. It was in the contract. I'm allowed one. Great Cup champions yeah. might get a couple. Actually. I think they could get. You, a might couple. Be able to, <laughs> you might be able to go more than one. Man, um, yeah. Uh, oh, I need recommendations. The game's not till seven. We're already down here yep. uh, at Saddle Dome, so we're gonna go grab some food after this. Maddie was saying like Una. Una's a legit pizzeria, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Una's on 17th, spot. so it's, it's a tight little spot. Like, it's New York style. It's not very wide, but it's long. And oh, okay. Sort of two, a lot of two tops, the odd yeah. floor one. But, yeah. Really but yeah, awesome Maddie pizza. told me to ask uh, all the listeners for recommendations where we should grab some food and a drink before the game. What, kind of, food, what kind of food do you want? Man, whatever. I mean, these, these two are new here. You know, they've, they've been here once. Twice. Um, twice. Been here twice. Ten Foot Henry's is one of my faves. That's on first street, even closer. Ten but Foot Henry's. That's a legit spot. That's right. definitely one of a kind. Maddie's listening, so Maddie, okay. write these Good. down. Uh, so, yeah, text in 960-960. Let us know where we should eat. Uh, if you want to call in, 403-240-4444. You bring the cup, you might skip some lines. I'll just give you a little pointer there. Oh, yeah. No. If you I didn't bring, bring, bring it with you, hey? No, because they got to clean it before they bring it here. Man. It's, <laughs> it's going to take a while. They got to uh, san- sanitize it. What do we have for uh, – we've got Vagabond, which is just across the street from That's here. nearby. That's right. Uh, right yeah. nearby. Cilantro and the living room are both on King 17th Eddie. Avenue. Uh, Maddie uh, is suggesting the King Eddie because he. That's uh, got some historical he, roots. Uh, I've, I've been there. any of these, man. Um, you got to get out, buddy. Somebody suggests the Brew House. It's a little far away. Um, he's <laughs> at the Saddle Dome right now, so it needs to be closer to the Saddle Dome. Um, somebody suggested McDonald's. Mm, um, interesting. <laughs> uh, speaking of McDonald's, so you want a story? We we went to McDonald's because we uh, had had some um, liquid encouragement uh, after the game. <laughs> And ordered uh, ten cheeseburgers, like ten double cheeseburgers, ten McChickens, oh, no. bunch of fries, bunch of all this stuff to take to the house because you know, my whole family's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and you should have heard the guy's voice at the front. <laughs> like the guy was like, you, want you know, 10? No, no. Normally he's like, you know, like, oh, you, you know, your total is twelve forty-seven. He goes, your total is a hundred and forty dollars. <laughs> he starts laughing in the middle of saying this, like, dude, you just spent one hundred and forty dollars at McDonald's. That's impressive. <laughs> That's not easy to do. And none of it got eaten. Ah. Like we got there, and my mom had already ordered pizza. Like everybody had already started eating. I was like, well, that was pointless. So, that, so what happened with McDonald's? I mean, I ate a couple of them, you know. I was hungry. That left about 40 by my mouth. I'm yeah. that works. I mean, I ate my share. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, go, okay, I'll, I'll never okay. pass something. Way to be, Trey. Way to be. All right, so uh, how about this? Text in 960 my, my lifelong best friend is here. If you want to know something about Bully by Mission, yeah. this show. I, by the way, I hate the fact I just used my name. In third, you did in third person. Yeah, that was there. terrible. Yeah. But you also haven't slept much in the last yeah. four days, so we're gonna. We're so gonna I, let me apologize pass. for that. Okay, so I got one to start off. Trey, tell us about uh, this guy in high school. What was he like? Uh, what what blinds, don't hold back. What what, what uh, weaknesses has he worked on, and what was he always great at? Be it uh, on or off the field, whatever comes first to you. Man, there's a lot. Um, How'd you guys meet? I mean, we met playing poker, which. Uh, as y'all know, Bo and, and what he does up here, I mean, y'all can – well, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, played poker all the time. That was definitely something I would say he was good at. Uh, <laughs> he's still good now. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I steal. <laughs> You'll find out tonight. It's been a while. I mean, even to the fact, you know, we played it at the house all the time, and, you know, my mother would always be like, Bo, why do you always win? Like, why are you always taking <laughs> these guys' money? Like, you, you always win when it's at when it's at our house. So It was nuts. We, we kind of, like, switched between other people's houses, but for some reason at Trey's house, I always won. And I was like, this is my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it started. Yeah. Um, He's but not yeah. stupid, bro. I'll tell you. He knows where his bread's buttered. That a boy. No, something else I'd say, though, uh, was throughout high school and stuff, was, was just being the leader. Uh, definitely something that he would, you know, was always good at and, and kind of transitioned and to where he's at now is just throughout high school and stuff being the leader of that team being um you know the voice of the team somebody that all the guys knew they could go to um about anything and he'd always be there for them um so i definitely do think that's something that you know has has stuck with them and just gotten better up until now how uh how popular was Bo in high school mr congeniality is yeah i think they want to know like the dirty stuff like the ugly girls i dated <laughs> <laughs> we might save that for a different show Bo. Yeah. <laughs> <Step in here. laughs> that's, that's <laughs> might be worse than the third person yourself from, from one man's opinion here uh okay all right uh questions coming up what uh what shot or what shooter will get uh, Bo to sour face and gag what can't uh, what can he drink oh man Remember at SMU? Yeah, I mean Crown. Yeah. Crown's is, Oof. I'd say his his best friend, but his weakness too. Yeah. Um, guy loves Crown, but you know, true Canadian. I like can't do a straight though. Oh man! <laughs> oh no! It, or you can. It took 14 shots straight um, after a big game we had, and then we went out. <laughs> it was not a good night. So this is way back when. Oh yeah, like I could hold my liquor. I, I mean, I held my liquor the whole time, but. It got Ovechkin like. You know. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're in Dallas, and you know I'm, I don't know my way around. It was before GPS on phones and stuff. I'm like, all right, but like, tell me how to get home. And so he's telling me different directions and stuff. And then I'm like, all right, now what? And he's like, I don't even know where we are. And I'm like, dude, you've been giving me directions for the last 15 minutes. Like, what do you mean? Dallas is a big place. <laughs> a lot of freeways in Dallas. So I, I mean, Crown Royal for sure get to get it started, but then also you know turns into the enemy, turns into the death. Okay. Uh, did Bo ever run outside the pocket in high school? <laughs> There's one that I remember, and I yeah. hope it's the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, outside, oh, yeah. breaks it out, probably 15, 20, 25 yards. It's like, all right, this guy's going. And then you're going out of bounds, smart play. Gets to the, gets to the out-of-bound line, just gets blasted. Oh. At the last yeah. second, I made one of those decisions where, like, it was a really good run for me. And I was oh, like, yeah. I don't want to end it. I'm just going out of bounds. I'm going to run this dude over. No, you're not. Oh, God. <laughs> that, and then that defensive player could not have been happier about oh, that decision. Oh, yeah. He's like, like yeah, oh, this that's a great decision. Just, Come at me, right, bro. Yeah. Nice what's the what's, this, what's so. great about it is it was a highlight because it was Bo running. And yeah. so it's on our highlight film. Yeah, it's on our highlight. Like, if you look at my high end. school highlights, it's on there. Yeah. I get blasted. Rivals.com or whatever. That was on, that was on your so, I, was, I was two-star in Rivals. I don't know if you're going to find it on there. <laughs> that uh, seven-yard run. Now, where would seven yards rank in this year for the CFL? How many times did you press seven in a scramble? One, two? Didn't you have, Count on one hand. Yeah, yeah it would have been a lot. Yeah. Didn't you have a 14-yard scramble yeah, this there year? Yeah, like, at the beginning of the year, there was like you know three, four runs. There was I, I had like in the beginning of the year I had like one run a game for like you always ten, do that at the yards. beginning of the year just to tease people like I'm gonna run yeah, this year don't worry, week I, one you like it's because my legs feel good <laughs> and, and then like, like we played Ottawa early in the year uh, I had a knee injury and then a couple weeks later I have another knee injury and I was like I'm done running <laughs> uh, Trey what's Bo's go to drunk ass late night food might have just told us that earlier oh man 
Mm. Oh, you know. I mean, yeah, down down there in, down in Texas. Texas, and uh, it's, it's Whataburger. Sure. Whataburger? Uh, yeah. For with sure. Whataburger. It's, it's Whataburger for sure, and it's for the, the breakfast, the taquitos, the honey butter, oh, yeah. honey butter chicken biscuits. Yeah. So what's Whataburger? Um, for those big, if you've ever been, it's a big W. Yeah. Is, uh, they're all, when we were in, in Dallas at the draft, you see them all over the place. Um, um, big burger joint. Um, nobody really goes there for their daytime food. Like It's all about – because at, at 11 o'clock at night, you can start ordering like these breakfast burritos. They call them they call them taquitos, but I mean they're like you know palm hand size, um, you know breakfast burritos. And then they have honey butter chicken biscuit, which is just you know honey butter chicken on a uh, like a biscuit. I'm not not an English muffin, but on a biscuit. And it's just like amazing. I mean, and you order the burritos fully loaded. You know you probably order like six or seven of them because you're drunk. Oof. And yeah, it's one of those late night foods you hit real quick before you go home. Oh boy! Uh, Trey, did you ever think Bo would be a pro football player? Uh, and if not, what job did you think he would have? Ooh. I mean, I've always wanted to to see him, you know, become a professional. Just you know, being his best friend, things like that, seeing what he could do and, and where his talents could take him. But but at SMU, <laughs> you were, you probably weren't watching me like, yeah, this guy's going pro. SMU was tough. It was tough. Um, that that first year, for sure, it was it was tough. Um, but not um, if he wasn't wasn't playing football, I do do uh, still think he would be coaching. Um, yeah. Something he's always said he'd wanted to do from high school, especially you know at our high school, the type of coaches that we had and and um, the success that we could see from them. I I think it would be coaching. Still involved in the game somehow. Tell us about staying in touch with Bo when he was at SMU. Like, were you there? Were you emailing him? Were you calling him? Like, where were you at in his life, and what was that like? Because that would probably be the one of the toughest seasons you had yeah yeah so i was um in college station uh when he was in smu it was about three hours south where texas a&m is at you went um, did you go to a&m i did not so i okay. went to blinn just junior college right there um and so i was there about three hours away and yeah i was you know text through um at the time facebook um phone calls things like that with only being three hours away i, I got up there as much as i could for yeah. at least the home games came to damn um, every game. yeah at, le- at least the home games and you then, know you should tell them what some Johnny Manziel stories. <laughs> this is the one I was telling you about. I was like, he's been to plenty of bars. All of a sudden, Johnny shows up. <laughs> Did he have the, the big mustache and glasses like Vegas? Probably not. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I mean, the guy was a partier. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> but then, but then, then it got to the point. breaking news? Then it got to the point. I mean, in college station, like he – you know, didn't want to go anywhere just because of, you know, people being around him and, and, you know, had the success that he had and kind of he was wanting to just stay at home, which I can't blame him for that. Um, But now huge Manziel fan and make it a point. uh, This guy wear my money Manziel shirt when I'm uh, hanging out with him every now and then (laughs) just just to do it to him. Is that your favorite CFL quarterback, Johnny Manziel? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, by the way, man, so the award show, did y'all watch that? Yeah, I watched a bit of it. Well, uh, Natasha, she was ripping Johnny Manziel. Really? Oh man! Like, like in front of like everyone, here, or like, oh yeah, like while like, in between presenting. Like, awards? hey, we're gonna we're gonna show, um, you know, some of the highlights from the year. I'm sure there's a lot of Johnny Manziel plays. No, I'm kidding. There aren't any. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh man, but like, multiple different times they made that kind of like Johnny Manziel joke. I was like. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's in the league next year? I was like, what if he's here tonight? I'm like looking around like, is he here right now? Because I would walk out. Yeah, that's that's pretty savage. That's this is one of the famous Sutter family. This is oh. Rich. Say hi. Very nice to meet you, Rich. 
His best friend Trey from yes, Katy, Texas. How are you? Yeah, yeah, he's up. He's up for the celebrations. Yeah. That a boy. Absolutely. How about uh, that? Uh, a little bit. Six brothers all playing the NHL out of seven. Not bad, eh? No way. Seventh brother is the best one. Though. That's the oldest one. Yeah. Poor Thank guy. You, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, who was more popular during high school, Andy Dalton or Bo? Ooh. Andy. Yeah. I don't know. Andy. Well, you sure. t- what you said earlier, like about going to a workout. Yeah. Andy looks like an NFL quarterback, I think. Like, oh, he's for sure. a monster. Oh, he's no, a Greek yeah. He looks, he looks right? the part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whereas you look like a, right. a real fit dude, but it's not like, well, that guy's the pro yeah. athlete. Like, no, Andy no, no. would be that guy. No, right? I've been mistaken for kickers plenty of times. You know? <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. What's wrong with a kicker? <laughs> <laughs> They're not the most fit guys in the world. <laughs> but, man, there's been plenty of times where I've met people in Calgary. Like, I would say by now you should, pro- and this isn't being facetious, but you should probably recognize my face by now. It's been plenty, a half decade. Plenty of times, yeah. People are like, "You're not Bo," <laughs> and I'm like, "What do you mean I'm not?" He goes, "Bo's way bigger than that." And I'm it, like, "Have you told the story about the the blow up the like the life size like is that?" Is that oh you? yeah, at ATB, yeah, where, where I'm sponsored, <laughs> yeah. So I'm sponsored by ATB, and they have those um, you know cutouts like yeah, sure, the, the cutouts of yeah. me in my full uniform, no helmet on, like you can see my face. And I'm sponsored by ATB. Uh, and I go to the front at just a regular branch right next to my house. And, you know, I have, I have a credit card account there, but not a debit card, not a debit account. So I'm, I go in there. I'm like, hey, I need to cash this check. And she's like, oh, um, yeah, you can't. And I was like, what do you mean I can't? And she's like, yeah, you have to have a debit account, blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, uh, I was like, I'm, a, I'm sponsored by you guys. She goes, I'm sorry, what do you mean? I was like, and there's a, there's a blow-up thing of me right behind her. I go, that's me. <laughs> And she turns around, looks at it, double takes, looks at me, looks at it again, and goes, no, it's not. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean it's not? She goes, he's like a foot taller than you. <laughs> and I'm like, it's a blow-up thing. Like, yeah, I have cleats on. I'm like, look at the uh, – there's 12 inches of white underneath my feet. I was like, that's me. She goes, that guy's got a beard. <laughs> I'm like, I shaved. Oh, oh man. that's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Trey, how did Bo react ending up in the CFL to start? I mean, CFL was always something that was, I mean, it wasn't, a, wasn't like a negative reaction, like, oh, man, I got to go to CFL. Like, no, it was, it was definitely something that was always like, hey, you know. If, Actually, if, I signed a contract at your house. Yeah. Yeah, that how day. That? Yeah. Wow. I was at his house, and they sent it over because uh, we watched the NFL draft at his house. All my family came over. I mean, he, he – his his dad, uh, their entire family sort of raised me at, at one point. Um, you know, my I, I stayed at home because my little brother, in order to get him to go to Katy High School, because a new school had just got there, we were actually zoned to go to a different school. But if you lived in the same house as your as a family member that went to the school, you were grandfathered in. Sure. Yeah. So my little brother got to stay at Katy. Um, but I mean, I, I was at his house every single night, and uh, you know, they just I, my family didn't have a lot of money growing up. You know, Trey, and then they took care of me a little bit. And um, and we're watching the draft over at their house, and you know I'm sixth, seventh round, hoping to hear my name called, you know whatnot. If not, here get a call for free agency, uh, like a a camp kind of thing, and nothing happened. So I, you know I called Calgary St. Peter's. I was like, hey man, like I'm ready. They faxed over the contract to his dad, uh, to his dad. I signed it, sent it back, and 
Nice. Yeah. Rest the rest history. is history. That's yeah. cool. Now you got cutouts, even if they don't look like you. That's pretty good stuff. <laughs> All right, we'll take one more quick break. We come back. We'll uh, we'll take some calls. Four zero three two four zero four 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 four. You can ask me, ask my best friend Trey, anything you want. Uh, ask me where the Great Cup's going to be because it's going to be here tonight at the Saddle Dome. Calgary Flames versus the Dallas Stars tonight at seven. And uh, we will be going to the casino after. So if you want to drink after, out of the cup, <laughs> we will be going. They're to raising. They're, someone's got to get some money into there these government be coffers. Let's do it. Of drinks, <laughs> water. Drink out of that. Hydration is key. Hydration is key. You're listening to sports. Uh, on, the Bo Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. Back to the Bo Show for SML Entertainment. One, two, on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Before you can bestow the blessing, because until they get their mind right, everything you invest in them is going to leak out of the crevices of a mind that refuses to change. Look at your neighbor and ask him, do you have a mind yeah. to change? I Wait for that. Speaking going to the last segment. All right, so, and that's Don J, if anybody doesn't know. By the way, did y'all – so the Great Cup yesterday, the Great Cup presentation. Yeah. This dude gets up there to talk. Don's like, I love this team, man. And by the way, my mixtape's out on iTunes. You guys yeah. still want to go get it. I was like, this man just dropped his mixtape on at the Great Cup presentation. It's a natural promoter. They're oh, just born man. to promote. That's is, is it true that you guys had uh, this rocket in the locker room? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we like his music. He's – I like his stuff. He's an awesome dude. He, he brought the energy all year. There was that little part. He was down a little bit when he got injured and stuff. Uh, when he came back, man, brought that energy back. Like, well, and then Romar went off, and it was just like, geez, like you could see if you were him as a first year, and like, like what's yeah. going to happen? Do I have a job still? Like, I can understand him being down. Right. I mean, even Terry felt that way. Like sure. those three yeah. were back and forth on who's going to be on the roster. Like you know, Terry's leading the league in punt return yards, and he's got the most punt return touchdowns, and like. We couldn't put him back on the roster because, you know, Romar is playing so well and he can also punt return, but he was playing great at tailback too. Yeah. So you could switch those two out at tailback and, um, you know, and I mean, fate, you know, as, as it is, um, you know, Romar goes down and Terry has, you know, a great cup record, 97-yard punt return for a touchdown that yeah. probably won us that game. And Don got to the house early. Yeah. Right off, right off the bat. And I slipped. Man, so. He did slip. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> uh, I do want to shout out. One play that I thought literally won us the game, and somebody pointed this out too. One thing I did love about this game: how many how many Canadians were making plays the entire game? Yeah, like some of the biggest plays in the game: Lamar Durant's touchdown, mm-hmm. Fiole Godino on the other side. Um, I mean, the biggest play of the entire game was Riley Jones That's making true. a tackle on Deontay Spencer on a punt return, stripping him of the football, and stripping yeah. him of the football. Yeah, but that was a huge moment. But if he doesn't make that tackle, Deontay Spencer scores a touchdown. Well, yeah, because he, 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 he saw it. That's why he was doing the horseshoe, because yeah. he saw it and was, was reversing, because he saw the opening on the other side. Yeah. He would have been gone with his speed. Like everybody else had already missed a tackle or fallen down, and it yeah. was one-on-one, him versus Riley Jones. And it doesn't Riley. even only win it. He takes the ball away. Yeah. Takes the, and, and we get points out of it. Like yeah. It was a 10-point swing at the time. Like It was, one of, the, it was the, one of the best plays. I gave him after the game. I gave him a couple hundred bucks, and I was like, "Go have some drinks on me, man." Cause <laughs> I was like, "You won us that damn game." Well, I was just gonna ask you, like, because that, like, in hockey, we call those guys role players. I don't know if, if there's a football equivalent, but like, the, the appreciation and like how, how big of a moment that would be for him. Like, yeah. like, it's, like the significance of a great cup isn't lost on a Canadian. 
Oh, if you're like oh. a guy that got airlifted in midseason like Rodgers four years ago. And you're a special you teams explain guy. Explain it, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's um, a huge, huge point. Well, did, it, uh, did they show our pregame speeches? Uh, I believe they did. Yeah, they showed they showed both the speeches, I believe. Yeah. They, they showed mine? Yeah. So, yeah. So well, no, they showed the coaches, the, the coaches' okay. speech. So, I don't think they showed yours, no. So, I, I, I stole something from our special teams coach who said something. And I, I'm sitting there hyping the guys up. And then I stopped, and I was like, hey, Alex. And he's like, what? I was like, are you the best linebacker in the league? And he was like, hell yeah. And I was like, Micah, I was like, you're the best D-lineman in the league. And he's like, hell yeah. I was like, well, I swear to you, I'm the best quarterback in the league. And I look at everybody, and I was like, and we're not going to win this game tonight. Like, us three aren't winning this game tonight. And I pointed at Riley. I pointed at other, other guys, Ante, Milanovic. I said, you guys are going to win the game tonight. It takes every single person in here thinking they're the best player at their position tonight to win this game. And guys loved it. They went nuts, and it was the truth. I mean, a lot of unsung heroes from the entire season showed up that day and made a lot of plays and win a great cup. Yeah. It was it, – it, there's like – I thought there were a couple – like how about how about Rene, uh, now the best great cup kicker in the history of the game. Is he really? Yeah, he's 11 for 11 in five great cup appearances. Nobody's <laughs> ever been – so that, that was crazy. In the same game, the greatest kicking performance in a single season ever, Lewis Ward missed a field goal yeah. in, in the great cup, which I thought was crazy. Uh, yeah, Mike Vanderjat was the most successful kicker uh, in CFL history prior to Rene. He's now 11 for 11. He's never missed in a great cup game, wow. which I thought was pretty cool. That is really cool. And how about, how about Terry Williams setting a great cup? record a year after the Argos set two great cup records on you guys. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool too. Um, who made the hit that on uh, third and two inside Jamar, the 10? Jamar Wall. That's a big play too. That, oh, gigantic play. And and, I, and you corrected me because it wasn't like that was where you felt good. That was what pretty much sealed it, wasn't it, Pat? That, that was when I was like, okay, this is their There's game. no way. Yeah. I yeah. could not see how there was any way you could yeah, lose. At that point, that was it was scary. I mean, Because they, they were... if they score a touchdown there, if they, if they convert third and two, and that was the right play call. Like they had it, they, yep. they and and Trevor they the executed it yeah. right, yeah. and and it was uh, a yard past the first down. But if if Jamar doesn't make that tackle, then all of a sudden they score a touchdown there, and well, first, they got lots first of time goal inside the five. If he doesn't get there right there, yeah, that's, I don't, that's I don't remember the points. score at the time, but I think it was only a ten point game. I believe I it was so. a ten point it was a 10 game, game for a long time. time yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was, and that was right after like the, the great Ellington touchdown had gotten called off. Yeah, they just continued the drive right there, and, and that happened. But boy, he sold that too. I was like, in live action, I'm like. To hit the ground. What are you doing? Like, why are you guys celebrating? Yeah, but you're supposed to sell it. I Man, guess. it was. Uh, yeah, and then Jamar Wall, a couple plays later, had the the second interception. Yeah. So I mean, he the D backs were phenomenal. Like, and I haven't watched a lot of Ottawa, but Pat noted like that. That's not an easy group to hold to a quiet day no. at all. No. Um, I mean, defense just and really all three phases balled out. Like it, it was, wasn't. By the way, it was twenty-seven fourteen okay. when uh, when that turnover. So happened. they would have been yeah, within so 20, six. Yeah. You're within yeah. a score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would have been a close game right there. But um, it, it it's not an offensive statistical game. You know what I mean? Like that was a game. Don't turn the ball over. Put together long drives and mm -hmm. get points at the end. And I think that's something as an offense we did really well. Is we continue just to get first down after first down. And every time I look up after the drive, I'm like, man, we just knocked off six minutes off that clock. Like, that mm -hmm. feels good. And then defense and special teams, like, you know, just they, those, those two groups were unstoppable that game. And it was – that was fun to watch. Um, I, got, I do have a good story for you. I want y'all's opinion on this. Yeah, all right. All right. So, we're going to sit courtside. Um, 
against the Rockets. So the Rockets at home, Houston against the Lakers. We're going to sit courtside because uh, Trey's girlfriend, Kimber, got him. Uh, him and Maddie and I courtside tickets for the game. End of the game. All right. LeBron James comes over and he's dribbling the ball next to the sideline, calling a play. I'm going to steal it from him. <laughs> when he's not can, looking. Can you make sure you got your next contract sorted out before you get on ESPN the wrong way? Yeah, but <laughs> if I can forever the rest of my life say that I stole the ball from LeBron James. <laughs> Are you going to wear your own jersey when you do it? I don't think this is a good idea, man. <laughs> Dude, I think it is. I'm going to get banned from the Rocket Stadium for life. But, like, it'll be on on oh. TV, and I have record that I stole the ball from LeBron James. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go through your NFL tryouts first. Yes, like, I would, I would I'd go through the workouts I'd get that next before. A couple, of them will, a couple of them will be done. And <laughs> I, I don't know what the rule is, but, like, if you are considered, like, what is it if you jump on the field in baseball or football, like, streakers or whatever? Like, that's not what you're oh, doing. Oh, is it like a term for them? Well, I, I know what you mean, but, like. But if, if that happens, like, some people lose their ability to, like, cross a border. I don't know how serious it is with courtside and if the game's a blow and everyone has a laugh. Yeah, like, I'm talking about like Houston's up by like 20 with three seconds left and he's just dribbling the ball. <laughs> I just want to go. go. I just want to take it from him. I want to see who's chasing you because they're not going to be nice people. Oh, I'm not going to run. <laughs> I'm just going to take the ball and just hold it up. <laughs> and then get tackled by three giant security yeah, guards. That's right. Three guys that look like Micah Johnson are going to die by So, you. Trey's like a lifelong LeBron fan. Okay. And we were like, we really wanted him to come to Houston when they were talking about it. So, for his birthday, you know, uh, Kimber got him the tickets. I bought him a Houston Rockets jersey and I put LeBron James' name on it. <laughs> so, like, I said, I was like, Trey, I take the ball from LeBron. He starts running at me. What do you do? And he goes, honestly, man, it'll be a hard decision. Like, I really <laughs> I really like LeBron. <laughs> Probably one of the hardest decisions I'll make. It's like, do I support Bo or do I, do I support LeBron? Like, I, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I just I, I go to steal the ball, and Trey just tackles me out of the way. <laughs> LeBron! You might save his career if you do that, too. That's not, not a bad decision in my mind. Absolutely. Or J.J. Watt's there, and J.J. Watt tackles me. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, that's uh, that's a fun show you just did. That's uh, this is what we should do every season of the Bo Show. You finish it off with Grey Cup stories. That's, that's the way it goes. Man. I'm down with that. That's <laughs> that's the best way to do it right there. Um, all right, man. We'll shoot. See you at the game tonight. Um, if you missed it earlier, uh, most of the Stampeders are going to be there tonight. Yes. Yeah, so, so where yeah. are you going after the game, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, tonight, man, they're presenting us at the at the stadium. Uh, if you were here in 14, it's fun. Lights go everywhere. We kind of get the crowd hype for the game. Um, and if they play our song, we're going to have this place, you know, jumping. Uh, and again, we will be heading to the casino after the game. <laughs> if you want to come find out how, cup. if you want to come find out how good I am at poker, um, and if I run out of money, I'm just going to put the cup on the table and be like, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> so we could lose the cup tonight if I play a bad That's hand. That's Bo, the one with the big stack and the great cup. <laughs> <laughs> or the little stack with the great cup. Yeah. That's not you. <laughs> Nah, that's not him. That cup's fake anyway. That cup's way bigger. All right, guys. Appreciate y'all, man. Trey, thanks for coming in, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks for uh, letting me hang out with y'all. It was a pleasure, and and congrats again, Bo. Yeah, appreciate you. Top titty, hell yeah. There you go. The Bo Show for the final time this year, and for the first time ever, a uh, championship edition of the Bo Show. It's brought to you by SML Entertainment, pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. Five locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com. For details, next up, Daily Calgary Flames Roundtable. Pinder and Steinberg resumes in two. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.